Did you know that when you speak in tongues, that's a miracle in your mouth? That is an absolute miracle. And did you know that one miracle versus another miracle, they're the same for God. They're not too hard for him. Whether it's speaking in tongues or curing cancer, whether it's fixing a limb or speaking in tongues, it's the same for God. It's the same for God. It's easy for him. The scriptures say that nothing is impossible with God. The scriptures say that all things are possible with God. And all means all. All includes everything. Everything you can think, everything you can imagine, everything you can hope for, everything that you're kind of wanting to believe but you're not sure if you should dare to believe it. I'm telling you, believe it. It's not impossible for God. It's impossible for man. But so is speaking in another language that you don't know. That's also impossible for man. And yet we just spent about 10 minutes speaking in, the, in tongues. We had a sustained miracle. Do you, well, actually, um, about 20, actually. Do you realize we just had a 20-minute long miracle? You had a 20-minute long miracle in your mouth. A 20-minute long miracle. A supernatural, physical manifestation of the presence and the power of God in you and through you that was 20 minutes long. Wow. Wow. And did you know that we have the power to turn that on and off? I choose if I speak in tongues or not. The Holy Spirit speaks through me, but he's always willing and always ready. But I make the choice if I want to partake of a physical manifestation of God here in the natural realm and a sustained miracle minute by minute by minute by minute by minute. Every minute you are speaking in tongues, you are tapping into the supernatural physical manifestation of God and his miracle working power here in the natural. And we choose to turn it on or off. We choose whether if we want to experience that or not. I know that it's a choice. Sometimes people think miracles aren't choices. I'm telling you they are. The Holy Spirit is always willing. He's always willing. There's never a time when the Holy Spirit is standing by folding his arms and saying, I could heal you, but not today. That's not what the word says, is it? God is always willing to heal. He's always willing to restore. And he's always with us. There's never a time that God's not with us. He said in his word, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. 
And if he's always willing to heal, and he's always present, then there's always the possibility for healing. 100% of the time. He's always present. There's always the possibility to speak in the spirit, to speak in tongues. Is there always the possibility to speak in tongues? Yes. If you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's never a time where you're going to try to speak in tongues and the Holy Spirit's going to say, not today. Don't pray in the Spirit today. I'm not going to work today. Holy Spirit doesn't take a vacation. He doesn't take a day off. The Spirit of God never sleeps and he never slumbers. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we have access, free access, open access to the miracle working power of the Holy Ghost. All we have to do is pray in the Spirit. That's it. Look at how easy that was. I want a 20-minute miracle today. We just had one. I think I'll have another 20-minute miracle. Do you know when we pray in the Spirit and the Holy Spirit changes our language, it is a heavenly language. He is speaking actual words. He's saying things through our mouth that if we knew that language, we would understand what he's saying. And everyone and everything that does know that language does understand what he's saying. That's important to know. It's not just jibber-jabbish. It's not just a bunch of random sounds and syllables. It sounds like it, right? It does. It sound, let's be honest. It sounds like a bunch of mess sometimes. I've heard languages that sound beautiful when they're speaking in tongues. You know, and I, I hope someday the Lord blesses me with that. A full language, proper intonation and everything, but it's how I yield myself, right? And the more I yield myself to the Holy Spirit, and the more I speak in the language of tongues, the more that language develops in my spirit. The more it comes out, the easier it comes out, the more miracle power I'm experiencing. God is never separate from his power. Holy Spirit does not leave his miracle working power in heaven and then come down here to hang out with us saying, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you, but I left my miracle working power in heaven. So you have me, but you don't have the power. Like, that's not how it works. He is powerful because he exists, because he's God. He doesn't leave his ability or his power at home. Heaven is Holy Spirit's home. He's been down here for a long time. He doesn't leave his miracle-working power home. He brought it with him here. And he's covered the whole earth with it. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere all at once. Did you know God is in the strip club? Did you know that? 
Did you know wherever it is that you last committed a sin and you thought you were in private, did you know God was there watching you? He is. He's always present. He's always present. You know, when I really got a revelation of this about God's presence always being with me, it was kind of embarrassing for me. I was in the bathroom. I, was, I had to use the bathroom, and I heard, I'm with you, and I thought, should I ask you to wait outside? Like, <laughs> you know, but then I thought, I'd rather be, have God with me in the bathroom than not, right? So I just submitted myself to God, but it was kind of a, it was a moment like, oh my gosh, he's with me. He sees me. He sees everything I do, everywhere I am. And when we start to get those revelations, that he sees everything we do and everywhere we go and every thought we think he knows, then we stop hiding from him. We stop being ashamed. And we stop doing some stuff that we were doing. <laughs> and we start realizing that his power in his presence is present with us even when we make a bad choice. His power is there to help us make the right choice, to help us turn the situation around, to help heal our bodies, to restore our souls, to restore our relationships. His power is always present to do that. You know, the Bible says that it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. It also says, if you've read the book of Revelation, that when God is pouring out his wrath after the, I don't know if you believe in the rapture, but I do, after the rapture of the church, we're not appointed to wrath. There will come a time where God is pouring out his wrath on this earth for the people that didn't accept Jesus. And it says right there in Revelation that they're not going to repent. They're not going to repent because they're going to be angry at God for pouring out his wrath. Because when they say, you did this to me, although it's not true now, there will come a time when the wrath of God is going to be poured out on the children of disobedience, and they're going to be absolutely right to say, you did this to me. And they're not going to forgive God, and they're not going to accept God. But that's not what's going on now. We have to realize this. It's not the judgment of God that leads people to repentance. Although some people do accept Jesus to escape hell, but it's the mercy of God that works that sin out of us. It's the love of God. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. It's God sitting there with us in our seat while we're thinking about sinning and God still saying, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. I'm still here. You're still called. You're still my child. I still love you. My power's still available for you. Just pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit pray through you the perfect will of God in that situation. Let his power rise up in you. I know they say the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But I'm telling you, the flesh doesn't have to be weak. You don't have to be weak. 
the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I tried to read my Bible, but I, I didn't want to, so I didn't. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Remember who God is. Remember that his miracle working power is here. Have a sustained miracle. Five minute miracle. Five minutes praying in the spirit. Two hour miracle. Two hours praying in the spirit. What would your life look like if you just sat there and prayed in the spirit for as long as you could stand one day? And then take a little break and come back and pray in the spirit for as long as you can stand. And then go a little further and then take a break and come back and then pray in the spirit as long as you can stand. If you're married, grab your spouse. If you got a best friend that's willing to be as crazy as you are about Jesus, grab your best friend. Grab somebody and say, do you want to pray in the spirit today? Do you want to just be on the phone and pray in the spirit together? Call somebody. Let's spend 15 minutes praying in the spirit and then do it. You're having a sustained miracle going on. And if you're receiving that and you all just showed me that you can, what other miracles can you receive so easy? Because healing is just as easy as praying in the spirit. Restoration is just as easy as praying in the spirit. Walking away from sin is just as easy as praying in the spirit. It's all the same to God. It's all supernatural. I know we're natural beings, but we're not only human. We're also human, right? Our spirits are recreated. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. At what point in time does the righteousness of God fail to receive the miracle they need? Never. Jesus never failed to receive a miracle. We don't have our own righteousness. According to the scriptures in 2 Corinthians 5.21, we have Christ's righteousness. God made Jesus, Jesus who knew no sin, to be sin for us so that we could be made into the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, right? Like, we don't have our own righteousness. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. We have Christ's righteousness. Is there ever a time in all eternity that the righteousness of God would fail to receive a miracle? No. There's never a time that the righteousness of God would fail to receive a miracle. Because the righteousness of God is righteous. There's no sin that can stop righteousness from receiving a miracle because righteousness is righteous, right? I know that this sounds simple, but sometimes we have to reason together. Sometimes we have to talk about these things. And because Christians, I found, we like to super spiritualize everything sometimes. You know, we like, oh, it's a mystery. Oh, God is mysterious. No, he's not. He's not mysterious. He revealed himself openly in his word. He revealed himself openly when he sent Christ, Jesus being the exact representation of the Father, the express image of his person, according to Hebrews chapter 1. He's exactly God. He came down here in the flesh, and he dwelt among us. 
and we beheld him. We looked at him. We saw him. We handled him. You know, people touched him. They hugged him. Ah, they hugged God. They hugged him. Do you know that's available for all of us today? You say, Pastor Cindy, Jesus isn't in the flesh down here anymore. No, but he's in the flesh in every single one of us. Do you know when you're hugging someone that is born again, it's like you're hugging Christ? It's like Christ is hugging you? It is. There was one time I was a prayer minister. This is the most amazing hug I have ever received. I've never received a hug like this, a hug like this in my entire life, but this moment I did. There was a little boy, I've shared this before, but there was a little boy that came down with his mom. He was five years old. He came down to the altar, and they brought a translator because they only spoke Spanish. But the little boy had never spoken a word in his life at five years old. Not a peep, not a sound, nothing. Nothing. Not even a goo goo gaga, no coos, nothing. No vocal ability at all in this boy. And they came down, and they explained that to me through the translator. And I knelt down and I touched the boy's face and I said, speak in the name of Jesus. And his first word was, Jesus, Mama Jesus. And he was telling his mom that Jesus was standing in front of him. And then he grabbed hold of me. And of course, I hugged him back. But in that moment, I had no idea where I was. I was wrapped in pure love. Because it was Christ in me hugging him and him hugging Christ in me. That boy, he probably doesn't even know me. He probably didn't even see me. He only saw Christ. That's all he saw. And that's available to every one of us. That love. That love. That boy didn't choose to see some lady standing in front of him. That boy saw Christ in me. That boy hugged Christ in me. I felt like the cream in an Oreo sandwich between the love of the Father and a love of a little child for Jesus. It was amazing. I love that. That, wow. And imagine what heaven is going to be like when you feel that hug. No wonder people don't want to come back, right? Like, ah, oh, I could get lost in that hug. Just thinking about it, it's like, oh, whoa. God is always present with us, though. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's never without his miracle-working power. This is why God can say such bold things in the word, like Mark chapter 16, that believers shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover that these signs shall follow them that believe. It doesn't say the signs shall follow them that don't believe. We have to reason with each other and really become fully persuaded that God is with us, that he's in us, that he really has made us righteous, that his word is more true than anything that we can see or experience this side of heaven. 
His word is more true than any physical symptom you could possibly ever have. His word endures forever. There's going to come a time where this earth is going to melt with fervent heat. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be standing on the word of God. I'm going to be standing on the word, watching the earth melt with fervent heat. But I'm going to be untouched because I'm going to be standing on the unshakable word of God. And you're going to be untouched because you're going to be standing on the unshakable word of God, the word of God that's in us, that lives and abides forever. We've got to think about these things. God isn't just some mysterious thing way up in the sky that's just out of reach, like a carrot on a stick. Your miracle is not a carrot on a stick. You do not have a fishing pole tied to your back with a carrot that says miracle on it that causes you to run around and every direction you're running, you're chasing after it because it's always just out of reach. That's religion. That's conference after conference, person after person that says that you can't receive, you got to give, you got to come back in order to receive. You can't receive on your own. That's why we come to healing school is to learn how to receive on our own. I'm trying to work myself out of a job, you guys. I am. I am. That's what the Lord told me when I told him I don't know how to pastor. He said, just work yourself out of a job. When the people come and they need you, just make it so they don't need you anymore. Okay, that's what I'll do. I don't want you to leave just because you don't need me. I want you to help me help the other people. I want you to help me teach the other people to walk in Christ and hear from God and be healed and dispense miracles. I want you to help me with that. I don't want you to just get healed and made whole and then leave, right? We're building an army here, in healing school especially, we're building an army here of people who know God and who know that all things are possible with God and who don't disqualify miracles because their own mind is reasoning against them. There's a time, I don't know if it's happened to you, but there was a time in my life where my own mind was reasoning against me speaking in tongues. I've been speaking in tongues since I was six years old. I grew up on the Holy Spirit. Like tongues is boom, tongues. Something's wrong, tongues. You hit the floor, you start slinging the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. And then until you get the peace of God, until you get the breakthrough and you know everything's going to be okay. And then you just walk it out and rest. That's why I'm a happy person. That's why even though things affect me, they don't affect me for long. Because I take it to my father. But there came a time, actually it was after I had opened the church, I was praying in the spirit, and the thought came to me, that doesn't make any sense. You're not praying in actual language. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. I've been praying in tongues since I'm six years old. Like, you can't convince me tongues aren't real. Like, why are you even trying, right? Like, that just doesn't even mesh with me anymore. Nevertheless, the thought came. And I had a choice when that thought came. I could have said, wow, you're right. 
That's not a language. It doesn't sound like Kenneth Hagin's tongues. It doesn't sound like Billy Brim's tongues. It doesn't sound like Gloria Copeland's tongues. It must not be the real tongues. But I didn't say that. I said there are many languages, and languages don't all sound the same, and the Holy Spirit said that's right. Look up languages. Get them in Google Translate. Put the Word of God in there and listen to how ridiculous the Word of God sounds in some of these languages. Some of them, it sounds beautiful. I can listen to Italian for hours. It's beautiful. I can listen to French. Eh, gets a little nasally for me. German's too harsh. I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> I love. Uh, you're welcome. I love languages. I studied German for six months, and then I stopped because it is a harsh language. It is. But there are some languages that are so beautiful. And you put the word of God in that language and you can listen to it for hours. But then there are some that are so ridiculous sounding that you put the word of God in there and you can just laugh for hours because it sounds funny. But you're hearing the word of God. It's the same word with the same power, with the same presence of God, with the same ability to go forth and to heal and miracles, signs, and wonders, and to save the same powerful word. It just sounds like a bunch of broken up syllables, and it doesn't make sense to the natural mind. It could be angelic too, right? Well, it could be, yeah, absolutely. Tongues of men and of angels. And so we have to stop letting our natural mind dictate to us and disqualify these miracles. If you haven't had that happen, if it does happen, just tell that thought to shut up. Tongues are real and I can speak in them and I'm done with you, thought. Amen? That's called taking every thought captive. But how about if we do that when we go to lay hands on the sick and we hear that voice that says, well, I hope it works. Not real sure. <laughs> how about if we tell that voice, God said all things are possible. God said with man it's impossible, sure. But with God, all things are possible. This is going to happen. Because God is present. And he's never separate from his power. And miracles are easy for God. They may be hard for me. I can't do a miracle by myself. Never have been able to. Never will be able to. You can't either. But with God, all things are possible. And we're never separate from God. He's never separate from us. All things are possible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. Any miracle sign or wonder that we can think about, anything that we can imagine, is possible with God. All of it. Full restoration. The problem we have sometimes is we don't let our mind go there. We stop thinking and seeing, what if I'm healed? And we start thinking and saying, what if it doesn't work? We stop thinking and saying, what does it look like if I'm healed? What does being made whole look like? And we get this little thing in us that says, do I dare believe? The answer is yes. I'll help you out. Yes, I dare believe. Yes, I dare believe that when I lay my hands on somebody, they will be healed. 